Josh, what do you do when you're lonely? I'd rather not say. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? Yo, feeling grounded. <laughs> <laughs> the well, real, ans- welcome, the real answer. Welcome, everyone, to uh, episode 42, our season one finale of Feeling Grounded. <laughs> Almost been a year. <laughs> Almost, yeah. Ten weeks off, right? Just about, yeah. A couple breaks here and there, but uh, right. I think we started early March. Yeah. Of 2021. Which was like the last week I was in my old house. Yeah. And then I moved in in July. Yeah. And so you're recording in your office a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm in basically the exact same position. That's good. The, the lighting looks better. I it think does. It does. I was, in, I was shrouded in darkness for basically half of our episodes. I know. It looks really good now. You know, you had like the, the half face. And that like, was artistic. That was an yeah, artistic like endeavor. Return of the Jedi. Like half good, half <laughs> black. The yin and the yang sides of Giuseppe. <laughs> How about that snow, Joe? Yeah, we've had uh, quite a bit. How much did you get? We probably got about six to eight. I had, are you ready for this? 23 inches. 23. Crazy. I, did, I have done so much shoveling. And it's been awesome. I'm so sore and I got such a good workout out of it and I'm very happy about it. I was like the center of this storm. <laughs> we only got about 8 to 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah we had 22. Jeez. 23, 22. Yeah, literally. And, and it was so windy that there's snow drifts were like literally 6 feet high. They were as tall as me. Which was nutso. And so the kids, they probably, did you make like a big hill for them? No, I just, threw, I just threw them out there. They're actually, they're still out there. <laughs> no, they didn't. They, they, didn't they haven't eaten all. in two days. I haven't seen them. I don't know. <laughs> no, they, um, they, we just stayed inside. But uh, it was fun because um, Celia and Elise stayed mm-hmm. with us. So they, um, they live pretty close to where we are. Mm-hmm. They have an apartment. And we were like, yo, why don't you come to our place and just chill with us? And then you mm-hmm. can be snowed in with us. And that way you're not trapped here lonely apartment yeah so you can hang out and have fun and that's what we did we had so much fun the past two days and so what i'm two guessing days. is that when they came back to their apartment they turned off all their heat before they left right and mm. now all their pipes are frozen right <laughs> <laughs> well, probably but you know it's okay <laughs> once the land you caused issue, it's this not Josh. <laughs> no, no. no 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 they um and they're still with us now actually they're, they're watching dune as we speak I still have yet to finish that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's right, because you fell asleep like after the first little bit. Yeah. We talked about this. No fault of my own. It was like 1030. Yeah, no problem. That's <laughs> yeah. a movie we talked about. But yeah, they're watching it right now. The, 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 the ladies. I was going to say girls, but they're not really girls. Oh. So you were good? Were you, you were just stuck indoors? I stuck indoors basically the whole time. I finally went out maybe a couple hours ago to get some grocery shopping. Mm. Um, and what's funny is that in my parking lot of my apartment... Uh, there was this woman speeding. This isn't part of my happy or crappy, but there was this woman speeding, uh, speeding along. Mm-hmm. And th- keep in mind, this whole parking lot had not been plowed, but she was just speeding along. And I'm slowly inching her way out. And she was just trying to like, she's making a big fuss about me just inching my way out as if I was in her way. The nerve. Yeah, some people are awful drivers and get road rage like crazy. 
Especially, yeah. especially where I live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worst drivers ever. It's time for Happy Crappy. So my happy was uh, really my whole week. I had a really great week this mm-hmm. week. Week, week, week. I um, made a trip to see my brother mm-hmm. and my sister-in-law in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I took my boy Eli with me. We stayed in a hotel and uh, hung out with my brother during the day, which was mm-hmm. cool. He was off and uh, get to see his, his his son, baby Jack. Yeah, ba- baby just had a baby recently. That's right, yep. So he's 10 weeks now, he's like two months. And uh, it was great, good to, to spend time with them and see them. And Eli was great, had a lot of fun with them. And yeah, and then also just the past couple of days have been really, really great. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out with fam and watching movies and eating snacks and good food and mm. it was a good time good my happy would be this week being so much more uh much more free than others uh, i filled in a lot of time with the guitar uh after work and went after it at getting up each day at four thirty in the morning uh worked out rocked it one night I even fell asleep and realized I fell asleep for eight hours and 45 minutes. Oh. Oh, I'm such a breath of fresh air. Am I crappy? Nothing. I couldn't I find a thing. Say. I know. I had, I had a, such a good week. So I'm going to say crappy <laughs> is nothing. Well, That's a first know. for both of us at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've ever had... A time where we both didn't have crappy. That's good, man. That's a good place. <laughs> for the season finale, what better way to put it? Just for point of reference for everyone here, this is not our last episode of Feeling Grounded. We're taking a two-week hiatus, Josh and I. Um, essentially, what it's going to be is, since this is the season one finale of Feeling Grounded, we've been doing this for about 11 months, um, we are going to be reflecting on... Uh, what worked and what didn't, uh, what subjects we want to be focusing on. Um, In the past, I really think, and I know a lot of people feel the same way, uh, we've had a lot of negativity in our channel. Um, And there's a time and place for that, absolutely. But I think our focus should be on something a little bit more uplifting. Um, And so you will be hearing more announcements regarding that um in the future as well uh, as different methods of outreach so just keep on checking out our instagram keep on checking youtube for update videos in the next couple of weeks we're going to talk about this process and what we're going to be doing the the, the rebranding or whatever it is that we're going to be accomplishing here and the changing of format and all that stuff mm-hmm. so stay tuned check it all out and um, just thank you for those who have watched and those who have listened and whatever it is we really appreciate you absolutely the future is inevitable but let's travel back in time so February 2nd 2014 actor Philip Seymour Hoffman Mm. dies of a heroin overdose in New York City this man is one of my favorite actors an absolute scene stealer in every movie that he is in uh it's countless of the amount of movies that he was in from early 90s until uh mid to to mid 2010s you know you have my favorite one lester bangs and almost famous dusty and twister 
you know, Bill Paxson, Helen Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have Father Flynn in Doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen Davian in Mission Impossible 3. Just a, mm. just an evil guy through and through. Yeah, he, he had a magnetism every time that he was on screen. And I still love watching his movies. One that I need to watch is with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, The Master, where he plays oh, like basically a cult leader. So that's on my list next. Very cool. Yeah. yeah he's a great actor. Yeah, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Wasn't his last one, was it Hunger Games? He was yeah. in the first Hunger Games? One of those. I think it was uh, Hunger Games him. Part 2. Of, it was part 2. Uh, yeah, Mockingjay Part Part 2. I haven't seen those since they came out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 1653. Hmm. Way back when, Joseph. New Amsterdam, the city, became, you know. New York New City. A- New York City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. History himself. But, um. Yeah, so it changed that that time. We like to quiz ourselves, people. <laughs> that, that's how it's been. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment, guys? So I think it's best to define what loneliness is. Um, to me, correct me if I'm wrong, Jess, I think the feeling of loneliness, it, it's the feeling of emptiness when you don't have other people sharing your experiences. That's a great definition. Yeah. Totally agree. 100%. For example, for a lot of folks, uh, the greatest time I have noticed, at least for me, uh, and you'll see a picture up uh, right now, uh, is college. Majority of the time, the experiences that I had were the same more or less as other people around me. I had others who were sisters and brothers. You know? Yeah, definitely. Would you say the same, Josh? Or Oh, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I had the, the very, you know, the same experience as being around the best people, your mm-hmm. greatest friends who I still talk to them today, like majority of them, pretty much mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it's great. All yeah, great it, it takes work, no doubt, to maintain those relationships. Uh, for us, it came easy. <laughs> it did. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it is always work because life happens and people change and they get new careers and they move different places and get married, have kids. All that stuff, but then if if you're willing to keep it going, then you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. If the, people, if it. people, even if like they're completely antisocial, we are all social creatures. Yeah, exactly. You know, even having an animal to help with this, i.e., uh, a dog or a cat, for instance, um, because they're social animals too. We are social animals. Um, mm-hmm. When we're lonely, like you don't have anyone acknowledging your situation your experience your reality there's no companionship going on it makes you feel really crappy it makes you feel really really awful when you feel awful you you know how best do i describe you you kind of want to get rid of it you kind of want to cure it and many times people will think that if i'm just in the company of others no relation to them if i'm in the company of others i won't be feeling this sense of loneliness anymore you know that'll work right you know, yeah, yeah, but that's not the case. It's it's hor- It's it's probably even worse because having surround yourself with people, having little to no connection to, like, oh, I'll just go to the supermarket and just surround myself with people. You don't know them, <laughs> you know. I, I, right. Point of fact, it kind of makes you feel even more lonely. No, no, definitely, because <laughs> it's it, then it kind of brings on this isolation almost yes. of like, oh, look at all these people all over here, and they don't they don't know me. They yeah, know who I am. like a, think think a crowded me. bar or crowded supermarket, you right, know, yeah. filled with people. You know, you feel that sense of uh, 
you feel that sense of dread because you have no connection or no shared experience with them, you know, or even at a concert or the movies, that's something that's a little bit different. And I'll, mm. let me explain. You know, at a concert or a movies, you sit with strangers, you know, you're focused on the one thing, a similar thing. And for one thing, um, you feel like a different sense of emotion, excitement, joy, reveals revelation of characters especially if you're watching a movie you're all seeing the same thing that's why when people feel alone you can go to the movies yeah yeah because here you are you know with a room filled with people who all share a common interest a common like that uh you can you know kind of experience with everybody else and yeah that kind of fills have, that a little bit more have you ever gone to the movies alone I've always wanted to, to be honest, but I don't think I've ever gone by myself. Yeah. Have you ever gone by yourself? Oh, yeah, plenty. Not yeah. always when I'm feeling a sense of loneliness or anything like right, that. Right. Granted, like maybe years ago, uh, I did. Um, but it's still fun to go anyway, just in case like you don't have somebody to go with. Um, and right. I was like, for example, No Way Home. I saw that first. I saw mm -hmm. it twice, uh, once with people and then once without. I just wanted to go see it again. Yeah. Um, but can you name a time when you felt lonely? Yeah. Yeah. I, in job, past jobs that I've had, mm -hmm. loneliness was a serious thing. Yeah. I can think of moments where sitting in an office by myself in a room with nobody around, mm -hmm. you know, like in a building with nobody around. And then having that sense of like finishing my work and still having like five hours left of my day. Yeah. And then just like, well, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And it's not a good feeling. No. It's, it's empty and you want everything, you know, you're going to try everything in your power to, to change that. Yeah. That experience to distract yourself or to try to fix it in some way. I felt that too in past jobs before. Um, and feeling that sense like I do have to escape uh, there comes a breaking point where you're just like I really can't do this anymore I start, I start swearing at myself and just mm -hmm. um, the desperate need to change the situation that's why right. like occasion, like in, in that worst period of my life uh, I surround myself with work or surround myself with some type of endeavor that's a distraction and another distraction too, like I said before, go to the movies. It's a temporary fix. When surrounding myself with other people, uh, seeing the same thing afterwards, you don't feel as lonely, you know? Yeah. But what's the main fix of breaking free from this loneliness? I think that's what people ultimately are tuning in for this one. Um, I think it's having a task or having a target. Like we said before a few episodes ago, a mountaintop. Um, where we can associate with other people on the way to that mountaintop. Mm. Um, yeah, well, no, yeah. definitely. Like like sharing a lived experience mm -hmm. with some kind of goal or like commonality in mind mm -hmm. to, to then venture together as a community or as a friendship, as a brotherhood, as a sisterhood or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then ultimately it, it does a, a, a amazing job in healing yeah. that wound of loneliness. I yeah. Think. It does. Like, like I was going to echo what you were going to say. Uh, it mm. doesn't matter what the mountaintop is. Uh, you just have to focus all of your attention on that. Now this project, whatever you want to call it, 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 it can't be something quick, you know? Right. 
you, that you can just easily dish out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what I think makes loneliness disappear is if you have this task, this mountaintop, that is enough to be out of your grasp. That way you be. How do I best describe this? You begin to draw on talents or skills, take water from wells, if you want an analogy, that you didn't even think you had in your arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like where this is going. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, because then it kind of... You won't need something, not necessarily tangible, but like something there that everyone is kind of striving for. And then this kind of realistic sense of self kind of shoots its way through and reveals itself through vulnerabilities right. in a relationship to then trigger the sense of I'm not alone. I am surrounded with people who mm -hmm. love and care and, and feel and are vulnerable and are open mm -hmm. and to accomplish said whatever it is, whether it be a friendship or whether it be a commonality or a, a trip right. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, when you have people around that are lifting you up and you're lifting other people up, it doesn't matter if you're the leader or just a follower in this instance, it's something that you truly believe in. I think it's important also to remind other people right now, if they do have that mountaintop and they're pursuing it, don't be discouraged if people leave the pursuit. I think the beauty about life is that people enter into your life and then leave your life they don't stay for the entire project or maybe they do stay for the entire project as you focus on this mountaintop others do join in which is great maybe for some of the time maybe for even for the whole time you know hopefully it's a mountaintop that is admirable you know <laughs> um right. it, it and leads to some kind of flourishing <laughs> yeah other people join in to confirm what you are doing and it's not going to be an experience all on your own that's right. what will eliminate kill this loneliness you know college i i felt um and i know you can attest to this too josh but college i felt completely involved um you know we were a part of church groups um and we experienced problems together with other people you know when a problem arises we think you know oh crap what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and and we figured it all out together people who are alone can't solve loneliness you know, you strive towards some vision, some mission that you believe in, big or small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, definitely, definitely. I, I'm with you there. And I think that's kind of the moment of my life, like, like you're talking about, where the importance of community was, like, tangible. And it was all around us because that's all that we had, you know, because it wasn't just family. It was, like, friends that were living together in the same space who mm -hmm. had the same values and same morals, the same desires, and then being able to share it together as a whole, as a group, as a community, and to embrace it and to you know help it grow, um, and then and then yeah, as a and then friendships and relationships are all kind of formed mm -hmm. through those experiences. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I hadn't really um, articulated to you because I'm the for people watching and listening. I was the one who suggested this topic a few days ago before filming this. Right now, I couldn't exactly articulate why I wanted to talk about I guess because um, since there's ebb and flows to this pandemic so many times and people don't exactly know how to act and how to be in this uh, multiple paradigm shifts a year um, yeah. I suppose the best uh, possible action in this day and age is to be courageous and what you do want to do 
um, and then other people will follow. And it's and it's worth it to wrap your head around that and reflect a little bit and then go forth and do it. Easier said than done. Right. No, definitely, definitely. And I think the, the kind of world that we live in has been very jarring in the past couple of years and has had a deep impact on people's experience with others, which is like... Like, like you said, like we're social people and it's the core of who we are. Even if you're the most, you know, incredible introvert, mm-hmm. like you still desire people and you still long for those who you love. And it's hard not to see them, not to experience them, not to hear their voice, like whatever it is, just to physically be with them. Yeah. I resent uh, the idea you. of just having strict introverts and extroverts and seeing all these social media posts about people saying that they are introverts or extrovert i think we are all omniverts i think we all have a different threshold about how much of an introvert we are depending on the day or experiences um but yeah yeah, we are all social creatures and we do need uh some type of encouragement no definitely especially in these times um and i think that it's really important to make that a priority within our lives and if you, you're seeing things that are contributing to a feeling of overall sense of loneliness, like, for example, like our community, our world, our society says, mm-hmm. like, you need to get away. You need to separate yourself. You need to, like, go do your own thing. Move away from your family. Move away from the community that you've been, that you grew up in. Like, go go away and do your own thing. Like, start mm-hmm. your life and have your family. Get your own wife and get your own husband or whatever it is and build your own kingdom but the reality is, is when you do that, you're, you're like lopping off a member of that community. Yeah. You know, you think about like, like a body, like you're just like lopping off appendages or whatever every time that something separates. And I think that there's a beauty within the reality of like staying, like being rooted in a community mm-hmm. and staying in a location. And I think time and time again, we see this and I've seen this in my own family. Um, when you just do what the world says to do, it leads to a feeling of detachment and isolation yeah. I think now obviously this is not something that like can be fixed in a day but it's just something to like consider and to think about the reality of, of what it means to be a social person regardless of your personality type regardless of how long you can handle being in a room filled with people what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast and like this video and share this channel share this video to any person you feel might benefit from this content and as well as follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. You'll be able to see exclusive content that's uh, that Josh and I genuinely love to put out there, both on Patreon and Instagram. Also, please put comments or questions. Um, That helps boost us in the algorithm, and that's really important because we want to reach out to as many people as we can. And you've got questions. You're feeling grounded. Take care.